aren't we getting close to the triodion? And I said, yes and no. I said, Pascha is late this year, the 1st of May. And therefore, we're going to have more opportunity to hear some of the gospel passages on Sundays that we don't get the chance to hear because of the lateness of the starting of Lent. And the cleansing of the ten lepers is one of those. So it is a sign that we're getting close, but not so close. Leprosy at the time of Christ was probably one of the worst diseases that people could contract. It eventually killed them, and they knew that, but slowly and publicly and painfully and in a very humiliating way. And so... The fact that there's ten lepers clustered together and that they have heard of the power of Jesus to heal and perform miracles and they come as close as they can to Him without endangering Him and they cry out from that distance, have mercy on me, shows that they knew that there was something very special about this man, that he had potentially the power to heal them, to relieve them, to help them in some way. And so he, being a Jew, tells them to go and show themselves to the priest. Because only a priest could verify that someone with leprosy was indeed cleansed and healed. That they no longer have that disease and they could then be incorporated back into communion with society. They had the official seal and stamp of a priest that they could go back and have that close proximity that these men could not have at this point. They would literally have to go around whenever there was a group of people and cry out, unclean warning people to stay away from them so that this contagious disease wouldn't be spread. Now as these ten men turned away from Jesus and began to go and to show themselves to the priest, before they ever even arrived at the priest, they were already cleansed. And they knew it. Because leprosy is something that when you have it, you know it. And when you are healed... Likewise, you can see and feel it's so manifest. And it's an amazing thing, if you really think about it, that these nine would just go on their way. They would continue to travel to the priest and get verified that they were healed, and they would not return to the one who healed them of such horrible and terminal disease. We have to stop and say, what were they thinking? What was going through their minds? How could they not want to thank the one who gave them a new life? The only answer that I could come up with is that they were so preoccupied with themselves. First with their disease, 
which is understandable. You, you would think that their focus would be on themselves and what they were going through. It's not like they could minister to healthy people. It's true they could have ministered to the sick amongst themselves. And maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. We don't know. But once they were healed, it didn't change. They still remained preoccupied with themselves. And so it shows that when we are self-focused, that we can do things that others may say, that just doesn't make sense. How could they do that? So I want us to think about that. One of the things that prevents us from turning to God with thanksgiving is an unhealthy preoccupation with ourselves. The fathers of the church call it philatia in Greek. Self-love. Not love of self in a healthy way, but love of self in a way that puts us before others and puts us before God Himself. The one who happened to be amongst them a foreigner, a Samaritan, he does the right thing. He doesn't even go and show himself to the priest. He immediately turns back to Christ, glorifying God, because he doesn't yet know that Jesus is God. And falling at Jesus' feet and profusely pouring out his thanksgiving. Now the other thing in this story that really is amazing is the words that Jesus says to him at the very end. And I quote, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. So Jesus is saying something very profound. He's saying that there is one thing that is for sure worse than leprosy. And that is spiritual illness that leads to spiritual death and separation from God, separation of that person from everyone else, and separation of that person from their true selves. Spiritual death is worse than leprosy. And the other nine who did not come back and thank Jesus, who did not enter into communion with the Savior of the world through thanksgiving, they still were left with their sins. They were still ill of the worst illness that could befall man. They were not reconciled with God. They were not reconciled with the people around them. And they were not reconciled within themselves. Thanksgiving is really the portal for man <clears throat> to reconciliation with God. It is the portal of a human being <clears throat> towards real communion with the people around them. And it is also the only way to become truly human and at peace with ourselves. We might say... <clears throat> This is an obvious case of people who should have recognized what Jesus had done for them and had gone back and thanked Him. We might also say that there are lots of things in our life that are hard to see, that aren't so clear as this. There are lots of hardships and difficulties 
trials, tribulations, illnesses, losses that we suffer in our life. And so we might think that it's justifiable to complain or to grumble or to not be filled with gratitude and thanksgiving. And so we do. We complain. We grumble. We find a distorted, twisted satisfaction in coupling with thoughts that are negative rather than dispelling them and cutting them off and trying to force ourselves to look for the good, to look for the positive, to find where Jesus is working in our life, to trust that no matter what happens in our life, it is allowed by a loving, compassionate, merciful God who desires that we turn to Him, repent, live, not just now, but forever in communion. Said another way, for us to be filled with gratitude all the time, to be thankful for all things, to see Jesus clearly working and moving in our lives, we have to trust that He is who He says He is, that He is love, that He is mercy, that He is compassion, that He does not desire the death of a sinner, that He is almighty and therefore every single thing that's happening in the world, God must be allowing, even if He is not the cause. And if something is going on in my life, even though it may be difficult, even though from where I stand, I can't see the reason behind it, I can't understand it, I can't figure it out, I'm in the dark or at least in the grave, we have to trust that it is being allowed by a loving and merciful God and trust that we need to give thanks for it in order to embrace it and take advantage of it and use it in our lives for the purpose that God is intending. Sometimes that's easy. And sometimes it's very, very difficult. My dear brothers and sisters, Thanksgiving is what brings us into communion with God. And communion with God is what satisfies every single desire and every single problem and provides us with all the answers that we would ever have in our life. Because God is the one that we should first and last look to for the reasons and the answers and the truth and the meaning of all of the things that are going on in our life. And for that, we can always give thanks. So let us be like this Samaritan. Whether it's obvious or it is not obvious, let us turn back, glorifying God, falling at the feet of Jesus, and profusely pouring upon Him our gratitude, that we may indeed be made completely and wholly well from everything, including the greatest calamity and illness that can befall a human being, which is the effects of the fall and sin in our life. Amen.